The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with your hosts, Mike Sauter and Jacob Padilla. Hey, everyone. Welcome into another edition episode. This is called an episode of Nebraska Preps Post Game. Uh, Jacob Padilla and I here ready to break down kind of the state quarterfinals. Might talk some volleyball, too, because the state championships happened over the weekend. And, uh, yeah, so let's just get right to it. What do you want to do first? Volleyball? You watched a lot of volleyball. Uh, I did. Yeah, let's go ahead and knock that out off the top. Um, So I think we got to start with Scott. Scott, Nine-time champs in a dominant way. Like, way dominant. I even like semis were dominant, like the whole. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, I mean, you look at their record, and um, no one expected that. Yeah, honestly. thirteen losses. Um, I saw them play early in the season, and then and, I mean, they were good, but I wasn't blown away. Um, and then they went through their tour of the United States that they always do, <laughs> and you saw them kind of not having Florida. as much success as maybe they have in the past. You think, right. oh, maybe this is the year. And in the uh, the semifinals, like they won, but um, I, I don't know that they played um, amazing volleyball, at least offensively. Like they were just so good defensively um, to make their way back to the championship, take down Elkhorn North in a rematch from last year's final. Um, but man, they were just unbelievable in that championship match. There was yeah, just that, nothing, it was oof. nothing North could do. Um, went on big runs every mat, every set, and uh, they couldn't answer. So they're dominant. Like, yeah, that's the word. I mean. It, the, all three matches are basically pretty dominant, I guess I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Scott, pretty remarkable, too. One senior is all. She's yeah. really good, yeah, though. Paisley Douglas, yeah. uh, USC commit. Um, She's really good. Yeah. But, yeah, only one. So, everybody else is coming back next year. They will um, obviously clearly be the favorite again. I think pro- maybe the biggest difference maker in the game was Kira Link, uh, yeah. uh, middle blocker. Um, nearly yeah. had a double-double, 10 kills, 9 blocks, and Norris just couldn't find a way to to to, to kill the ball against them. Right. It was a lot of errors or a lot into the block. So yeah. um, really impressive for Scott. I think Lincoln Lutheran uh, also uh, in, in C2 um, kept the streak alive. Yeah, although that, that one was a little that, tougher. They had to earn that. Yeah. Uh, Five-set win for uh, the Warriors to to win their third straight class uh, class C two uh, state title. Um, the Billy and Sophie Wogelmoth combined for thirty nine kills. Carrie Leinbach was uh, credited with thirty six digs, and she made a few plays down the stretch in that fifth set that were just jaw dropping. Credit to Clarkson Lee for make, getting it to five. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, Lincoln Lutheran they they went up two nothing. It looked like okay, this is over, um, and they battled back to to send that thing to a fifth. So. That was one of the best championships of the day. Is it weird that 
when we think high school volleyball, like class A is almost an afterthought. Is it because it's the 7 p.m. game and it's after, you know? I, I think uh, probably is a little bit scheduled yeah, for 7 p.m. It was it's 8 definitely. something. No, it was exactly 9. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. 9 o'clock. All right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's what happens when you yeah, schedule for nothing, sweeps. Every... That's just what you expect, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think Lincoln Southwest helped that because it was a dominant yeah. win for them. Sweep over Papillion Vista. Yeah. Who, and it, I, I think Papio knocking out uh, Papio South in the first round, you're like, oh, that was okay. Because yeah. you kind of coming into it thinking, okay, is anybody going to be able to touch them? It's probably them yeah. and everybody else. And to, to go down in the first round, um, really impressive. Like Papillion Vista was out of their playing out of their minds in that match. Faith Frame, the libero heading to Cincinnati. She literally left it all yeah. out there. She cramped up on the final play of the uh, of the match. If Mia Tavardi hadn't killed that thing, I don't know uh, what would happen <laughs> for them. But uh, they, they got that win in advance to the final. But, man, they just had no answers. Lincoln Southwest went on huge runs in, in the first set and, and finished the match on an 11-0 run. Um, just mm-hmm. a senior led, uh, senior heavy group, um, senior setter, um, Malaya Long, unbelievable, headed to Marquette. Yeah. Emerson Lineberger had a really She's good really week at state good. going to Air Force, yeah. um, led them uh, 11 kills in, in the final. And defensively, they held Papio to 034 hitting. So mm-hmm. that, that, that'll win you a lot of matches. Um, so, yeah, that, yeah. It, the Class A title we thought uh, maybe uh, would be a little bit more interesting than it was. Um, the C1 title also went five. Um, Minden yeah. avenged their own. Minden Only went through the whole season yeah, undefeated <laughs> until the sub-district final. Yeah. And they dropped it to Carney Catholic, got him back in the championship, and pulled that thing out 15 10 in the fifth. Yeah. Um, and just unbelievable performance. They uh, they have kind of Maddie Camry and Maya Emery kind of do it all for them. Both are setters and hitters. Right. They both had triple doubles uh, in the, uh, the final match. Camry had 22 kills, Emery had 12. So, um, really impressive season uh, by, by Minden. Mm. Um, D one Sumner Eddie Miller, Mike O'Neill. Yeah, she was great. That's I mean, Mike watching O'Neal. her on her for on in their first match, I was like, yeah, she's pretty good. She had eighty three kills in three matches. Yeah, it's incredible. Set twelve sets, eighty three kills at yeah. thirty three in the final. Thirty five in that first round. Pretty dang good. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were excited so, about that. Uh, very good. <laughs> good one to use. <laughs> and then Overton uh, started the day um, with a sweep over Cambridge yeah. to knock out the number one seed to win their first state a title. Bit of an upset. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jolie Ryan, uh, coach's daughter, uh, led the attack there. Natalie Wood had a, a big match as well. So um, yeah. Great, great run by Overton um, and uh, started off uh, the, the state championship day well. So those are all six uh, state uh, champions. Um, fun season of volleyball. I think this is the most volleyball I've covered yeah. um, from a high school standpoint. So um, it was a fun way to, to cap it out four days at state. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to football and Indeed. what happened in football because there were not not a lot of close games that you know um i think do we here's my question do we as fans journalists people that cover this thing do we just try and find we i I feel like we always try and find a reason why this game is going to be close or whatnot so we always we just talk ourselves into the narrative and yeah uh 49 nothing West side over Bellevue West. Um, 31-7 Millard West over Grand Island. 
45 nothing north south over on north the one close game Elkhorn, south and and Lincoln East yeah. was close that was the that was it 24-19 final for for Elkhorn South there yeah um you want to start with that one yeah um, let's start with that one that's fine and Brady Bousquet again uh, yeah yeah. 23 carries 125 yards and three touchdowns and they have to ride him and like they you know they've done it and he has answered the bell every mm-hmm. single week since uh carson ronner went down right. um madden rick and was, that defense yeah completed uh seven passes 122 yards um had a couple of long ones uh ethan duda who's impressive out there yeah. i know nebraska offered him walk Welcome. on he's yeah. uh one of the military academies looking at yeah. the committee too, right um so uh and Ain Scratis had a deep one as well. So got just enough in that passing game to allow Bousquet to kind of carry him home there. Um, but credit to Lincoln East. Yeah. They, I mean. Jeter Worsley, you run around and make plays. Yeah. He's he, never quit guy too. No. Never quit. So really impressive showing by them to, to, to stay in it. But in the end, Elkhorn South pulled it out and they will face Millard South who, man, it's a rematch. Yeah. <laughs> To, yeah, I, the Miller South game. It, yeah. Listen, I got to, I was, my plan, I was expecting Miller South and Omaha North, you know, it started at eight because yeah. of the doubleheader. So I went to West Side and then I said, okay, when that's over, yeah. I'll make it to the second half. I pull in, it is 31 to nothing. Yeah. And it's like a minute before halftime. And I look at myself, I'm like, what am I doing? I picked the wrong game to go to in the second yeah. half. Um, just dominant. Yeah. Like, that's just the only way to, I mean, you shut, out someone in the yeah in the quarterfinals is pretty dominant yeah so we know we know uh north likes to run the ball uh yeah north south i uh, held them to 49 yards on 30 carries that's crazy um they had a bunch of sacks on circo um and <laughs> he only threw for 107 yards they just could not get anything sure. going i will say this tyson terry got hurt in the yeah. first half um yes. ankle just I feel like I think it's just rolled ankle something, but so he didn't play the rest of the game. He went back in, tried to play, didn't play the rest of the game. So that matters, but it's not going to change. In the end, the uh, yeah, he wasn't scoring points no for him. There was and no way. Yeah. So yeah, that may, maybe could have that made it more competitive, it was, right? but yeah, at, at Miller South is always going to win that the way they were playing. Yeah. Um, Tamala 14 to 19 for 289 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. That's no one fell again. Yeah. 16 carries, 87 yards, two touchdowns. He had two five receiving. catches, 162 yeah. yards, and, and two touchdowns. Yeah. So he was starting to count them. Like when he got to the fourth one, he was counting. Yeah. He, uh, hey, that fella there, it's pretty good. Uh, you've been waiting for that one. I yeah. used it more than yeah. once. He, uh, he outgained Omaha North by himself. By a significant margin. That's so crazy. Yeah. I think that's all you need to know. Martin Jackson, pretty good. 105 yards on six catches, continuing to. Thousand to play yard receiver well as a sophomore too. It's pretty good. Pretty hard to yeah, do. Yeah, not not bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Elkhorn South and Millard South. Uh, you seen a we'll time game rematch time set for that? Because I haven't seven. seen. It's okay, seven. Yeah. I yeah. hadn't seen one. It's seven. Uh, There's no doubleheader, so yeah. it's seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was at that previous matchup. We talked about it then. It was I, a weird it, game. It, yeah, I don't. Not really much it to won't take away play, from that. Yeah, it won't play out like that no. this time. Just because you won't have the major injury and the emotion that goes with that. Yeah. And so, Mad Riggs has had several yeah, weeks now to start to, get, to settle yeah. in, to get used to it. Um, I'm not saying the game will be different as far as the outcome. I'm just saying that the way, way it plays it out. Played yeah. was... Millard South has gotten a lot better offensively from that game too, because right. they did not yes. play particularly well. They had a defensive score, they uh, two defensive scores, right. 
they had um, some weird, a uh, few weird plays that um, put points on the board yeah. for them. Um, obviously knocked runner out mid game. Right. So um, I think it'll be a lot different in this one, just in terms of the way it plays out, but just Elkhorn, game, game yeah. flow will be a lot different. Probably. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. We'll see. Know. Can Elkhorn South run the ball against, against that front? Yeah. Mm. They were not able to do it the first time, but Brady Bousquet didn't play They're in that one either. They're going to have to. Yeah. He did not play in that to game. To win that so, game, they have to. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so I think that's got a chance to be pretty interesting just with the, the changes from the last time they saw each other. Um, the other semifinal, Westside. Yeah, Miller West kind of just handled 31 7 against Grand was, Island, just gradually kind of pulled away. Yeah, I watched I watched it and um or the first half of it, and it, they just kind of yeah, they were just too much, I would say. Yep. So now we got to see what Jackson Williams and company can do yeah. against Omaha Westside, who uh again 49 net and the first time Bellevue West has been shut out in how long long time yeah um so really impressive listen that game was over like from the jump it was 7-0 after one quarter 21 nothing second quarter yes. ball game so it was, it was oh now turnovers like there was there were a couple of big turnovers right like yeah. the first one it, you know the first turnover Bellevue West had was their first drive and it was Westside, I guess, tackled the receiver basically, yeah. and it wasn't called. And then, um, you know, they take over at the nine or ten or eleven or whatever it was. So it just it kind of snowballed yeah. a little bit quick. Um, but the the key stat, and it is crazy if you think about it, a team that won forty nine to nothing, <laughs> time of possession was. And remarkable. Like Bellevue US didn't score a point, but had the ball for 38 minutes and 27 seconds. <laughs> and West, that means Westside West had say, the ball for nine minutes and 33 seconds. I was going to say, yeah, if uh, you're not aware, there's only 48 minutes in a high school football yeah. game. So <laughs> Westside had the ball for 933 and scored 49 points. That just that's incredible stat broke them off every yeah. um now uh, i will i will say this so like one of uh, like you had a goal line fumble from yeah. Bellevue west that those sort of things but i i will i it was it was at halftime it was over basically more of what we've seen from them most of the season like that west side team just well it was I mean, 20, what more can we i mean it was 35 nothing half, so, yeah or 30 uh, it wasn't 35. That no, was 28, nothing yeah, at halftime. 28, nothing. Did not get any closer. Um, yeah. Uh, Anthony Rizak, 239 total yards and four total touchdowns. Um, John Mez Ross, 129 total yards and two touchdowns. Then Brody got, got in there four carries, two touchdowns, yeah, 82 yards. Yeah, yeah. Long one. Uh, that was the, their first score of the second half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just again, second score, West second. side, West side continues to roll. Um, really yeah. shut down. That Christian Jones offense. had another big play too for a touchdown. Uh, so across the middle, actually. Yeah. 58 yard receiving touchdown. Yeah. Uh, six tackles on defense. Well, I kind of want to go back and just see like how many long touchdowns he's had. Like what, like he's got to be, it just seems yep. like every time he scores, it's breaking off a, a long one, like 50 plus yards, yep. 40 plus yards. He's just been an unbelievable weapon for them on offense. Um, so that is class a, it is set West side versus Millard West, uh, and Millard South versus Elkhorn South. So 
five of the top four seeds advance an A. Um, not, yeah. not a lot of not a lot of upsets there. Carney's the only top four seed that that failed to um, yeah. make it there. Okay, moving on to B real quick. Um, Same seeds. Yeah. One, two, three, five. Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah, but five, it was a but, mu- much yeah. more interesting. Uh, there were some two, uh, two close games and two others that um, teams were in control. So hey, remember when I said, let's just start with Bennington. Yeah. Remember when I said, you have to score 21 to beat them. They scored, North scored 20 and almost did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bennington only had 23. That's what um, I'm saying. But 21 is the number. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. But the story of the game again: Quentin Archer, thirty-four yeah. carries for two hundred thirty-two yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, Peyton Salmon ha- had a touchdown um, through a thirty-nine-yard touchdown to Cooper Johnson. Um, but that defense, Jack Jansen led the way, eleven so tackles. Jack Jansen is a stud. Gavin Olson had a pick. Uh, ben Gillen forced a fumble, seven tackles. So like they just have so many. Listen, Jack Jansen is a stud. I mean, you could say that about how many different guys on that defense. No, that he defense, like he yeah. is really good. Yeah, and they moved him from offensive line to defensive line or defensive from tackle to DN yeah. this year, hmm. like full time, right? Because they don't play both ways, and that's like taking one from the team for the team because he's maybe a better offensive line. Yeah. Well, he's good. Yeah. They, uh, and I've talked Kyler Lorson, obviously I've talked about a yeah. ton, but like that Jack Jansen needs some, like he's yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, yep. So Bennington held on there. Um, that defense got it done, uh, held Norris who has been on an absolute roll to, uh, 20, 20 points, points there. Um, the other side, Elkhorn North, um, 21, three first half they against Scott's Bluff, just business. kind of yeah. fell behind early on. Um, but there's sh- a, a muff punt that yeah. kind of. Gave Elgin North good field position and still kind of played out similar way to their game against Waverly, where right. Scott's Buff made a few too many stakes right. early on, dug themselves a hole. Yeah. They got going a little in the second half, but not enough to get fully back yeah. into it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Sebastian Boyle finished 89 yards, so hit for his career um, 673 carries for 5,079 yards and six touchdowns. Yeah, that's pretty good. Shout out to that kid for a yeah. phenomenal career. And Nate Kelly's got a chance to uh, kind of carry them for the next three years. That um, gonna have to Scott's Buff. You can find a few pieces around him for what he did as a freshman this year. In that game, 111 yards and a touchdown passing. Uh, had a touchdown rushing, 51 yards, seven tackles. Just kind of does it all for them. I mean, all season long, offensively, they were a two-man show. Boyle and Kelly accounted for it feels like 90% of their yards. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got Kelly coming back, but gonna have to find a way to replace uh, Boyle next year. Okay, so Elk- go ahead. Yeah. So Elkhorn North uh, and Bennington, one versus five. Yeah, in, fourteen nothing the first time, but that was that super windy night. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It was. You couldn't throw the ball at all. Um, not like either one yeah. is going to throw it very well against both those teams. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm guessing there's not going to be a scoring explosion in that game yeah. going <laughs> like on Friday night, but. Again, first yeah. one to three scores probably wins. Probably, yeah, yeah. three touchdowns. Um, um, it'll be it'll be close. So yeah. Scott, uh, Scott Waverly is the matchup that kind of everyone sort of thought, yeah. but it almost wasn't. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> man, Blair, Escape. credit to the credit to the Bears, and we talked about it like Scott, Damon and I said yeah, preseason. Like Blair, top ten no, team. Yeah, you got a quarterback. Good. You got a running back. Yeah. You got some defensive players. Kind of stumbled through the season and tough schedule. Whatever, right. couldn't find a way to win any of those big games really. 
but they put it they together for the did. postseason run. Yeah. Um, scored that big uh, win in, uh, in the previous round and nearly took down Scott. Um, played him closer than anybody not named Bennington this year. Last same field goal. Yeah. <laughs> and, mm. I mean, you know, at the high school level, field goals are never – you never feel great no. unless you got a Tristan Alvano back yeah. there and there aren't many kids like him. Yeah. So Scott, uh, Scott wins Waverly 45, 21, the Hastings offense, they're going to score some points. So yeah. like, but Waverly obviously uh, moves on. That is a, so those class B matchups are going to be uh, a defensive. Uh, if you like defensive football, that those are going to be, that's yeah. what you're going to get in both those games. I, think. I mean, uh, you, you just look at these matchups and who uh, Waverly might have the best quarterback left. I mean, it's, they're all pretty similar. They're all kind of runners Runner first, guys, yeah. but Nolan Moss, uh, 15, 19, 221 yards and two touchdowns, 79 yards on 14 carries on the ground for Waverly against Hastings, Nathan Axman, 17 carries, 145 yards and a touchdown and four catches for 114 yards and two touchdowns, 259 yards and three touchdowns for Axman. And uh, Aiden Smith added 100 yards and three scores on the ground. Um, and it's interesting, like Evan Kassens obviously came into the year as kind of their returning running back starter that have kind of shifted him more to a receiving threat yeah. as Axman and Smith have kind of emerged as the workhorses in, in that backfield. They just got so many difference makers offensively there. So Waverly Scott, that's got a chance to be, I mean, both these semifinals, um, I think B, we've, we've got a really good four teams left here. Um, should make for some some fun uh, football on Friday night. Yeah, and I should be fun. Like we will have all four covered in some form or fashion too, which is great. Um, as far as you know, our team. So yeah, C one. Let's just run down it yeah. real quick. Um, Wahoo escape. Re- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Twelve seven in that one. Crazy. Um, and then Sydney wins. Beats yeah. Pierce. Pierce had to go out there, but like Sydney, hey. That would be something, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, I, Isaac Doty is, I've mentioned right. his name a few times, put had some monstrous stat lines. Yeah. It, um, he basically puts that team on his back every single week between passing and, and running there. Uh, the majority of their yards had um, four touchdowns again, over 300 yards of offense mm-hmm. uh, from the quarterback position, plus 10 tackles on mm-hmm. defense. So, uh, pretty good player there. Um, I mean, Keenan Valvardi had went over 100 yeah, yards, great. had a couple of touchdowns. Um, champion white had a touchdown, uh, uh, in the air and two rushing, but in the end, couldn't quite get enough stops there. Sydney pulled it out 41, 34. Um, so th- again, another close one, but we'll get Wahoo against, uh, Sydney there in the semifinal at three 30. Yeah. Uh, I believe I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be out there. They're doing it for the travel part. And then Ashland Greenwood and Boone central, <laughs> another rematch and both teams just, just rolled, rolled, um, which Kind of, I guess, to be expected. Yeah. But Ashley Greenwood Boone, they played earlier this year. Um, it was like Boone kind of controlled it. Um, so we'll see. It's up yeah. in Albion. Um, I think the first time they played was in Albion too. So, so the the two best running backs in C one with yeah. Zimmerman and Parker yeah. Bohr. Um, yeah. Zimmerman had almost yeah. two hundred yards. Uh, Bohr had one hundred seventy four. Um, Jacobson threw for 280 yards and two scores for, for Ashton Greenwood. So you've got, um, that, um, quarter, that kind of dual threat option there where he can throw and he can run, uh, if they can protect him well enough, get the receivers open. Um, whereas James Fogelman, he'll, he'll, th- he'll complete a few passes here or there, but he's also, uh, more of a runner first Had 134 yards in the, uh, against Auburn. That was a 56, seven win for them, 34, 
eight win for Ashton Greenwood against Adam Central there. So, yep, that'll be 7 p.m. on Friday there in C1. So, again, I think Sydney, we don't know um, just because we haven't really seen them because of where they are in the state or whatever in terms of, mm-hmm. but I think clearly Wahoo. Boone Central and National Greenwood. Those are the three best teams all season long. Yeah. Um, and then C2 fast. Norfolk Catholic just dominates yep. Carney Catholic. 55 70. Like, yeah. oh, kind of like, well. And then Fillmore Central making a run. Well, and they were down 14 nothing after one quarter yeah, and came back and won that thing 30 to 20. Uh, yeah. Trevor Roach, monster game, 176 yeah. yards, two scores rushing, had a yeah. 90 yard reception, 11 tackles, two pass breakups, and a four and a fumble recovery. And so, then, or, Ord, um, yeah, 47-21 over Mitchell. Dylan Hurlburt, kinda... Trent McCain are the guys that had uh, yeah. big gains for them. It's coming a little bit, right? They lost their two games at the beginning of the year yeah. to, you know, Norfolk yeah. Catholic yeah. and Battle Creek. Yeah, so, <laughs> so pretty good. healthy Battle, healthy battle Creek. Healthy yeah. battle creek. Uh, and, and then, then Utan, Utan Shocker a, a little bit. Yeah, Utan Shocker, right? 28-6 over the, the two-seed uh, yeah. Oakland Craig. Yeah, that a little bit of a shocker there, but hey. Well, Go ahead. Walk on football. Yeah, from the yeah, there. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Walker, you're like a uh, whacker. Sorry. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's a guy. They will give him the ball forty times if they need to win the game. And that defense, three picks, and held Oakland Craig to twenty-seven yards rushing. Yeah, that's that'll get it done. That's, that's gonna work. Okay. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for Nebraska preps post game. Uh, your shout outs, a couple. What nope, are you need to do? Uh, okay. That was just kind of the. Uh, in we D1, still have it's, man. Yeah, yeah it's, go through eight, your eight man stuff yeah, quick. One seed Stanton versus five seed Sandy Creek in D1, and then uh, three seed Crofton against seven seed EMF. Uh, there in D2, the semi or the quarters are, um, uh, or semis rather, are South Loop, the four seed against San Phillips Bedford, the eight, and two seed Why Not versus Howells Dodge again, yep. the 11 seed hey, making man. it back here. They just Find a way every single postseason to 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 make a run to to, to Lincoln. Well, their coach is actually pretty good. So yeah. that matters. <laughs> and then finally in D six, uh D six, we've got um the one seed SEM against five seed Wilcox Hildreth and the six seed uh Lincoln Parkview yep. dominant Parkview's uh good. win in the quarterfinals there mm-hmm. uh against Hay Springs, a seven seed. So we got one, five, six, seven there in, in six man. Yep. So a lot, lot of football to talk about next week. Um, you'll hit up a couple games. Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll two, be out somewhere. We'll I'll be figure it out on Friday. Um, I'll be at the Wahoo game and then uh, be head to Buell for hopefully a little more competitive game than what I saw in the second half last week. Yeah. And we'll be back to recap it all next week.